live from the Hollywood Improv, it's the Nighttime Show! With us as always, our head writer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. With us this week, our very special guest, star of Marvel's The Runaways, Teen Wolf, and an upcoming film with Carol Burnett called All Together Now, Renzi Feliz! And now, the host of the Nighttime Show, he, the only Feliz he knows is Navidad. Put your hands together for Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah! <laughs> uh, that is, that, that's, yeah, that's me! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you weren't um, expecting that kind of intro, Renzi. Yeah, that's a pretty solid intro. Yeah, from yeah that got me by surprise that <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's, my flag like, does not mess around. It's like we have our own hype man on the podcast, just... Waiting. I need one of those. Yeah. yeah, we all do. We really all do. Yeah. Um, Renzi, it is uh, so nice of you to join us and and chat. You're um, just killing it, man. I mean, Runaways was awesome. Teen Wolf was awesome, and now All Together Now is going to be huge. This is going to be a huge, massive, giant movie. I'm hoping. So, I mean, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's the first Netflix thing I do. It's one of their originals, and those tend to do pretty well. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the, the film we made. Well, tell us about the film. Uh, yeah, it's about this. I, it's about this uh, this girl who's going through a tough time. And uh, I, I'm I'm always I'm real bad at giving things. I hate giving things away, especially coming from like a Marvel show. I'm always so cautious as like to what I'm allowed to say. Um, I'll I'll, tell, I'll read you. I'll read you. Uh, I can. I'll read you the synopsis that it's up on IMDb. It's an optimistic okay, high okay. schooler played by uh, I I don't want to mess up her name. Uh, Ali 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 Cravalho, right? Who played Cravalho. Moana? Yeah, She's yeah. the voice of Moana. And she yes. she plays a high schooler with musical aspirations, uh, which is fantastic because hopefully we get to hear her sing because her voice is insane. Yeah. Um, and insane. she learns from her friends, overcomes personal hardships, and fulfills her dreams. And uh, the cast is just ridiculous. And you're a big part of this, man. Like this must have been uh, a lot of fun. What was it like working on this? It was pretty awesome. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd give that that uh, that synopsis a, like a nine point five out of ten. That's pretty okay, much okay, it good, right good, there. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, when I heard, I didn't know about the cast until uh, the the deadline article came out about it, and like I was there next to Carol Burnett and Fred Armisen, and I was like, no way! How cool <laughs> is amazing. it? Like on my first wow. my first movie, you know, that I get to work with people who are like legends in the in the industry. So yeah. it's, it was awesome getting to to work with people like that, and then awesome getting to do this. I mean, I'm I'm used to kind of like a TV uh, pace where mm-hmm. we are shooting every as quick as possible because we got to get our day done and we have to get our episodes in and stuff. You don't get you don't get too much time on a movie. You it's so much more. You get so much more time to perfect because you're really trying to tell the best story you can in this hour and a half, and not necessarily over ten hours like a runaway season. Mm-hmm. And so we we get to we get to fine tune everything, which I really really enjoyed. So I had a I had, it was like a dream getting to work on this movie. So cool. How did you end up getting cast in it? What was the process like? Um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit of a, a semi long story, but I'll give the short version. Um, I I sort of I got to know Brett. Brett did a movie called All the Bright Places for this one another Netflix original. Um, 
he's Brett Haley is the uh, the director, writer, producer, but the director. He, yes, he also did Hearts Hearts Beat Loud with my my dear friend, Mr. Nick Offerman, which mm-hmm. is a terrific oh, film. Awesome. And he also did The Hero, which is also a great film, yeah. and All the Bright Places. I mean, this guy is on a freaking this guy role. is on a tear. Yeah. No, he really is, which is which is something that I was super excited. So when I I got to meet him just before auditioning for the movie. He was casting for all the bright places and uh one of my friends who's on the show with me on runaways with me, uh whatever, we were going out one night. Well, I like the karaoke. I, I we're we're all big into it. And so we were all we were out for drinks and karaoke and stuff and uh and she invited him because he happened to be in he lives in New York, but he happened to be in LA. She invited him. I got to meet him that weekend. And uh, we just had like a couple conversations, nothing big, but he remembered me. Uh, he, I heard that he was casting. I sent in a tape for one of the parts, like 99% of the stuff that I auditioned for. I didn't end up getting it, but it was okay because he remembered me. And then uh, he liked what I did. So I just wasn't necessarily right for the part. And then he invited me to audition for this one, and it was all good. And, and then it sort of worked out uh, the right way where uh, everything sort of came together. I auditioned for it like anything else, I guess. Like, uh, you know, the audition came in. I go in, uh, I do my sort of interpretation of it, and then I chemistry with Ali because I already had her cast. And uh, I found out soon after that I got the part. Wow, man. Exciting. What, a, what an amazing... Did, did you get to work a lot with Carol Burnett in in your in your scenes of the movie? Uh, no, no. Most of the, She shares all her scenes with Ali. Okay. Uh, uh, the lead lead of the movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I wish. I wish I would have gotten <laughs> to, but no. She. It's more one-on-one scenes with her. Oh, very cool. What? What's? Yeah. Uh, who are you working with uh, the most part on, on on the film? Um, the most part it's Ali. It's her and I. We share like a little bit of a. Oh, well, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, you it sounds can like a romance. Beginning that it's a romantic it a story, bit, right? Yeah, there's a little bit of a yeah. romance yeah, there. Right. There we go. Um, <laughs> Where we might like each other a little bit, and it's complicated because she's going through a tough thing, mm-hmm. and I don't really understand what she's going through because she kind of keeps a lot of it in. But mm-hmm. you know, as the story goes on, we sort of uh, we're we're real kind to each other. Very cool. It. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to so, be big. That's going to be a big movie. Because yeah, I mean, cause... she's she's got a huge fan base. You've got a big fan base uh, among younger people. People like me. Uh, I love Carol Burnett, so like anything she does, I'm I'm down to watch. Um, you know, was it's be, there yeah. any actual romance on the set? Was there any? <laughs> was there a connection? Any. Did they find a connection? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, her and I, we got to know each other a little bit, like a few weeks before we started shooting, which is pretty cool. Uh, we would also like we were the only ones there for the entire run of the movie, so we were there for like a month and a half up in Portland. Mm-hmm. And neither of us had been to Portland before. And so we got to hang out a lot, uh, like as friends, but I'm not dating the girl either. So it's not like we had a thing, thing, but it was fun. We got to hang out. Like, I genuinely love that girl, like, as a person. Um, we still talk to this day. I mean, not that it was that long ago that we shot mm-hmm. the movie, but um, yeah, so awesome. it's just, it was, it was awesome getting to shoot with her because I thought, I thought she, she's just such a talented girl. It's so amazing. She's such a good person that I, it was so much fun getting to be up there with her for those, for that little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, let's uh, let's jump over to uh, to your uh, first, the first big, the big first job. How did you get into the business? What was your the leap in? What, what was your big break there? 
Was yeah, that casual? First that the- job, yeah, it was casual. That was the first thing I'd done. I had literally just gotten my agent. It was kind of crazy. I had just gotten my agent. How uh, old were you? I was 18. I had just turned 18. I was two months after I turned 18. I went and had my agent meeting at Abrams Artist Agency uh, December, right before the break. And right on the turn of the break, I ended up almost, I'll take a little story. I ended up almost getting the first thing I auditioned for. I was so, so close on it. <laughs> what was um, it? What was it? And, yeah, I, I, I normally tell it whenever I'm telling the story, but I don't know if that's like a rude thing to do. No, like, to say thing no. We've all been <laughs> close and had weird things that ended up going some you know, yeah. different way. Yeah, I was. Uh, it's a show called Queen Sugar. It's on OWN. It's on the okay. OWN network. It's an Oprah. Uh, Ava DuVernay directed the show. She uh, that was the first, she had just come off of Selma, um, uh-huh. and so she was getting a lot, a lot of buzz. Oh yeah. Um, and I and I got to meet. I got a callback, and I was like, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what it was really. I knew I knew what a callback was, but they're like, you're gonna be directed. I'm like, you tell me I'm gonna meet Ava DuVernay right now? Like, it's just the first thing I've auditioned. It was crazy. And I was so nervous. Um, yeah, but like I go she... in and I meet her and we do the thing, and that was awesome um, because they immediately they pinned me for it and I didn't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to Google it, but my agent's <laughs> like, "Yeah, they pinned me for it. They love you." It was basically means that you are very close to getting yeah. it. Um, we want to hold you for availability. Yeah. By the way, dates. it used Don't to be called it used to be called being put on hold. And then they changed it sometime in the last 10 years to being like you're pinned for this role, which is the dumbest term. It needs to go back to being on hold. It well, makes you know, more you know sense. why they call it pinned is because they put a pin in your headshot and they stick it to the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they don't because I'm an ancient elderly person, <laughs> yeah, they, and that's not why now, they do Now they'd have to stick a pin through the computer monitor to stick yeah, that to the wall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I can remember the last time I brought in a headshot and resume into an audition, but um. So, so yeah, I get pinned for that, and immediately, I'm still in high school at this point. I'm still mm-hmm. in my senior year of high school. I went to Santa Monica High School here in L.A. Okay. And, uh, and, and so I get the call that I'm pinned. Awesome. At this point, school can go to hell. I'm no longer – I no longer <laughs> – Hilarious. Because I'm going to be in New Orleans for four months shooting this show, and there's no reason why I care about uh, pre-calc. Who gives – Ms. Torres can go, you know, she can go somewhere. And so – I'm in class so and I'm good. really just screwing off. I really don't even care you, anymore. You're like an NBA course, player, like I, right after the draft, and you're like, ah, oh, I don't need to go to the school the oh, last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. I'm going to be playing with Dwayne Wade in a second. Get him <laughs> so it was, this was all, this was peanuts to me. And so uh, she goes ahead and uh, she's getting upset with me, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're kind of not doing anything the last few weeks. And I'm like, listen, you don't understand. I'm up for a show right now. Uh, Oprah's producing it. Ava DuVernay's directing it. I'm going to be a lead. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be here. So you go ahead and you teach your class. You <laughs> so do your thing. Great. I'm going to do my thing. Let's just leave each other alone and not get in each other's way. And uh, ends up, of course, uh, Faye has it. I don't get the part. I have now 32% in my pre-shout class. Oh. And I don't know what to do. Um, oh, that was in, no. that was like over the two-week period, like just after January. Uh-huh. Um, thankfully, I turned it around pretty quick. I go in an audition um, for Casual, uh-huh. which is... Uh, a Hulu show, which I knew the first season got nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Comedy. So already I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, this is like really high quality stuff. I know Jason Reitman uh, is the producer slash director on it. And so really cool stuff. You know, we made Juno and, and Up in the Air, all these different kinds yeah. of films that I, that I really enjoy. And so I'm like, this will be so cool. I go in and I hear that it's a 10 episode arc. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, that'd be so, that'd be awesome. It's like a huge part of the season. Um, 
I audition, I get pinned for it, and they end up calling me. And I have, of course, I haven't done anything, so I'm not a part of SAG. They call me, hey, are you a part of SAG? And I say, no, no, I'm not. But, like, you know, uh, you guys can help me with that, right? <laughs> and they, but my manager, my agent at the time, was like, yeah, they're, they kind of really want someone who's SAG. They might go with someone else on this. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, they said that they really need someone who's SAG. And so, Sorry, they like you a lot. They loved you. That's good. It's good that they like you. You know, they're gonna keep you in mind. But this one, maybe not this one. And I was kind of got sad. I was like, oh no way! Like here I go. I got close again on something, and it didn't work out. They call me. That was like let's say let's say that's a Thursday. They call me Tuesday the next week, um, and they're like, hey, so uh, do you want to do this up? And I was like, because I don't want to win the guess that I couldn't do. They're like, yeah, absolutely that one. They're like, I was like, oh my god, amazing. Yeah, I would love to. Like, okay, it's tomorrow. Uh, you show up and here, this is the paycheck and whatever. At the mm-hmm. time, like the daily rate, I was like, that's insane. It was like, a, I think it was like a, a thousand, two thousand or something like that. Just, just enough to school, pay your sanitation fee, basically. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. enough to pay your way into sanitation. <laughs> that went yeah. straight there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they sat hardly me, which is just, you know, the, the bypass yeah. to get into the, without being a side member, you get onto the show. I end up getting casual. Um, I'll do 10 episodes on that. And it was, it was awesome. I was so, so nervous doing that show. I remember I would wake, I, like, I wasn't going to school anymore because now I had to do it independently because um, mm-hmm. I was on set a lot. And uh, I remember I couldn't, as long as I was on my way to set, on set, um, I could not eat a single bite of food. Because I, I would, it's so weird. Whenever I get nervous, I, I get nauseous. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't eat a single thing. I was already skinny enough. I must have lost five pounds just doing the show. And then, uh, thankfully, at night, I couldn't. Whenever I came home, before I go to sleep, I'd eat then. And then it was like that. But it was mm-hmm. it was nerve-wracking, but I had the most amazing time. Those people were so, so much fun. You're missing and, out uh, on craft services, yeah. like one of the best parts of being on a set. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't go anywhere near it. It was awful. Yeah. Hey, uh, a quick thing I want to talk about, uh, Mike Black. I, I think this is uh, something that we we really should talk about, yeah. and uh, it's a um, a company yes. that was founded in 1983 in Tokyo, Japan. Of course, I'm talking about the Zoom Corporation. Zoom. Now, if if it wasn't for Zoom, and Matt knows this, we would not be able to do our show. Um, they make the best audio equipment in the world. Um, we, w- which one are we using right now? We, we're recording onto a Zoom Live Track L8 right now, and when we go do our live events at conventions and stuff, we often use the Zoom H6, and they're both just fantastic pieces of equipment. You plug your microphones in, you plug your headphones in, and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, whether you're a classically trained pianist or a run-and-gun filmmaker or a podcaster like uh, you know like us um yep yeah i do a ton of podcasts and i can tell by listening when they're using a zoom and when they're not yeah it's uh, the mark of excellence it yeah. really is uh go check it uh, go check out all their stuff over at zoom-na.com that's zoom-na.com be professional for god's sake zoom-na.com um, I want to talk about a third-generation family-run business that I am very proud to be working with. Uh, Sennheiser is the number one, number top-tier <laughs> microphone uh, company in the mm-hmm. world, and we are so lucky that we are now recording our show using Sennheiser microphones and their headphones. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. We're, we're talking into Sennheiser MD42 microphones and using Sennheiser HD25 headphones, and these sound amazing. I mean, listen to Mike Black's voice. Listen to the rich and sumptuous soundscape that comes out of my voice. Oh. 
every time I speak into a Sennheiser. Absolutely. Go check out uh, their microphones and their sound equipment over at Sennheiser.com. All right. Okay, let's get back to the show. Now then, you went on to Teen Wolf, yeah, which is a show that... Wait, what's the name of the show, Matt? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf. Did you say Teen Wolf? (laughs) I said Teen Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Tyler, saw, hey, Tyler Posey is a very sweet friend of ours, a friend of the mm-hmm. show. Uh, I, I don't get that oh, show. I don't understand it because I watched Teen Wolf and I watched Teen we Wolf 2. We grew up. We are old, all right? And we grew up when Teen <laughs> Wolf was It's a about a guy who played basketball, basketball and he turns into a he werewolf and beats everyone. basketball. I know. Look, and then the they made the – they, you know, the 80s version, and then they made it into a real thing. Look, it's what they're and doing now it's all with like Sabrina. Serious. Yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch right now is a, like, terrifying. It's like a dark horror show, right? Satanic thing. And people I just learned, love it. I just learned that Riverdale is Archie and Jughead. I didn't know that until, like, two oh weeks ago. Oh, my God. Riverdale is one of the biggest shows in the world. I know. I didn't know what it was. It was, know. and it's, like, really, really dark. Look, look. I know what the CW is because I watched that Penn and Teller show on there. But that's oh, it. for God's sake, Matt. Um, well, you were. Awesome on the show, man. Uh, walk us through that. How did that? How did that end up happening for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was. Still, I was still. I was in. I think I was still. I was in high school. Um, I had finished up casual a couple months back. Um, I was sort of just doing. I was doing kind of these competitions in LA at the time. Um, what kind of contests uh, for high school students? Like uh, like theater stuff, like monologue things. Okay. Like you'd go in. I ended up winning a couple of them, which was really like boosted my ego and kind of my confidence a lot. Um, in, in the acting stuff because I just started, you know, I only started acting yeah. when I was like uh, 17 years old. And so I, I felt like I was so much further behind than everyone else who like, you know, they've been in theater since they were kids. We've been doing musicals since they were that old. And, and I, so I felt a little bit behind, but in doing these little competitions, they've made me feel like, okay, like I'm beating out like a lot of really good talented people. This is, uh, maybe this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and then Team Wolf came along a little bit after that. Uh, well, yeah, it was actually a same day audition. Um, I was just at my, I used to live in Santa Monica and I was sitting there um, doing nothing really. And my manager called me and she said, Hey, so down the street, they're doing the audition for Teen Wolf. Um, yeah, I, why don't you remember the lines and go in in a couple hours? I was like, in a couple hours? Are you kidding me? Like, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I'll do it. And so I sit down, I memorize the lines as quickly as I can. I get in my car, I jump over to the audition and uh, I could tell right away that they really liked what I was doing. And so I was like, okay, this is good. And I go home, and then they give me other sides. I get a call back, and they said, we kind of want, like, a Terminator vibe. Like, uh, we want him We want him to look like a sweet guy, like you look like a nice guy, and young and sweet, but really just like a machine under yeah. it. I was like, um, okay, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, and then I ended up coming back, doing it again, and, yeah, I ended up getting that part. And that was super cool. That was such an established show already. Yeah, Obviously, like, it's course. got a big name to it, and that was the sixth season hundred something episode by then and so they get to come on to such like a well-oiled machine it was really interesting i, to see I think the way every shot and it's like every cw show runs like 150 episodes like they don't cancel anything like they just run forever way, right? Right? what what yeah. now you know what has your you know we we got well we got to talk about um runaways we got to talk about working for marvel and and what this was like but uh you know as part of that i want to talk to you about this uh how has this been in your life because how old are you now i'm 22 you're 22 mm-hmm. years old 22 so you've been doing this for four years you've been basically. doing this for about four yeah. years and you are crushing yeah. it so 
what are you like what are you doing for yourself like what do you do to like enjoy it because right now probably nothing but when there's not a pandemic what would you do (laughs) what what have you been doing to to like enjoy your success um i i'm I'm a big guy on like experiences and stuff so just before i did runaways uh just out right after we did the pilot i went and uh went to europe with my two best friends Mm -hmm. uh we i was 19 years old at the time and they were both 18, so legal drinking over there. So we were having a ball. It was like, it was finally we got to go out and stuff. Um, we, were, we went to Stockholm, London, Barcelona, uh, Greece, and Florence. We went to five different places. And we spent like three or four days in each, two or three days in each, in each city. And it was so much fun. So like things like that is what I want to do with my time. That was honestly the last time I traveled. Um, I like to go to, I take my friends to basketball games uh, to baseball games to just like different things that will memories memories that will remember so like that's sort of the way that i like to spend my time isn't necessarily on the material stuff which i guess sounds like i don't know like uh, like i'm above it all i'm not above it i would like a nice car i'd like a nice watch i buy myself glasses too like sunglasses like i of course i get things but i find those things more enjoyable that's all i'm trying to say is that i find going to i'm big into ufc into the big UFC fights. And so I've gone to one of those two, take my dad, um, just having, yeah, just going to things. I have these huge events. I love that type of stuff. Have you, have you, uh, done any, uh, dating yet in the, in the dating world of Los Angeles? What's that? Do you have any celebrity girlfriends we can talk Uh, about? (laughs) Uh, not, not at the moment, a single guy right now. Um, but yeah, I've dated, I've had a, uh, a girlfriend. I've, Mm -hmm. Felt love once. I, look, I think I think <laughs> and then it's cold arms are now wrapped around me still. I think uh, date. I think it's important when you're actively in the business to to you know stay out there. And if you if you try if you can if you can date anybody that is either in the business or understand at least if they're not in the business at least understands because the, the schedules are crazy. Yeah, because it, when you have to, t- when you're dating someone and you're like, "Oh, yeah. I had to kiss this girl on set," and they're like, "Oh my God, did you cheat on me today?" and you're like, "No, that's not." Right, you know, right. this is yeah. you're you're doing yeah, no, stuff I'm, where that could happen, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm lucky. My first, uh, the really the only real girlfriend I've had um, was I have we've been like a year year and a half relationship. And yeah, she was an actress too, so she got it. She understood because I did have a couple love interests on Runaways, mm-hmm. and uh, it never, never, there was never even like a slight issue about it. That's um, so great. yeah, That's awesome. exactly. You sort of do if you are in the industry. It is helpful, at least someone exactly who understands or is in it, um, just so that not, not those things don't become weird. Because it really isn't. I mean, for the most part, it can get, I guess, romantic on set between co-stars and stuff. I've seen it happen, but if you have a relationship, I think it's. I don't know. It was never that way for me, at least. Um, yeah, I would say while, while I had the relationship, it was d- never. Don't date your co-star because you have to see them every day. Yeah, so yeah, that can be that. a really and bad don't, idea. And do not. And I'm telling you this. This is from experience. Do not date a tour guide uh-huh. <laughs> at Paramount. At Paramount or at any studio that you work at. Do not date a tour guide. They. It was a 
fucking they, nightmare They know where your dressing me. room is, and they can just show uh, up and wait anytime she used they want. This girl, I dated this tour guide, and then she would walk around and take people on tours, and she'd go, over here is where uh, they shoot this really fun TV show, and everyone on the show is so nice, except for Steven Glickman, who's a real piece of shit. Oh, that is 100%, and she got fired because it got back to her boss oh, that that happened. That's the only reason I know is because her boss called me and was like, I'm so sorry this happened. I was like, that happened? So, yeah. Don't no. stay away from tour guides. Date tour guides, okay? Yeah, okay. You know it's yourself. Got trying it. to trying to help out, trying to help out the youth, help the younger <laughs> generation. Uh, listen, it is yeah, an, it is wonderful to chat with you. Um, where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, my name, which is incredibly hard to spell, but it's uh, R H. The H really means. I've asked my mom why put the H in there. My name's Renzi. It's R H E N. Z Y. A lot of people say Ramsey, and that's like a big pet peeve of mine. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Ramsey. I get Ramsey a lot, and, and I really it irks me. Maybe I, mean, I guess it's not my name, so maybe that's yeah. Like yeah. No, 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 makes sense. Ramsey, but yeah, Renzi, and then your last Renzi name is Feliz. Feliz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as in exactly Navidad and yeah. uh, cumpleaños, all those. Cool. Uh, and so yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Honestly, I haven't been able to get into my Twitter for months, so. <laughs> Uh, you so can no follow tweets. it if you want, but I'm probably not going to see it. What about the um, gram? You doing the TikToks? What's happening over there? No, I stay away from the TikToks. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's not my world, I don't think. You don't I wanna... am on Instagram. I check that regularly. He doesn't want to lip sync and I, dance I poorly, which is what yeah, TikTok not is my about, thing yeah. necessarily. I think. I mean, you know, it has its place. I don't know. I, I'm not upset about it. You know, people can do. You know, if that's how you're going to make your money. That's how you're going to sort of do your thing. Do it. Like, yeah. If you're happy, you're happy. But. I like I like being in front of a camera or like you know on stage. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, like so the ground finding some truth in something. Instagram, yeah, that's yeah. the place so to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Renzi Feliz. Wonderful. And if you're a tour guide, do not slide into his DMs. Yeah, do not. Don't uh, do that. Matt, where can yeah, people? Will, well, you can you can slide, but I won't be I won't be uh, responding. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. Uh, Matt, where can people find you on the uh, internet? I've got links to everything at funnymat.com. Or if you're upset, if you're like a hardcore new Teen Wolf fan and you want to tell me that it's a good show and that I should watch it, you can let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. It is a great show, and Matt Walker does suck.com. <laughs> um, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and the Facebook, all the places. Mm-hmm. Um, Renzi, it is uh, wonderful having you on, on the show, and, and congrats on everything. I cannot wait to see this, this Good movie luck. later this month. I want to see great. Carol Burnett. I look, look forward to watching it. So. Yeah, it's going to be yes. great. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon, man. Take it easy. All right. Oh, stand up.